Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Jordana Levine, and you're listening to the Inspired Table podcast. Each week, you'll be led down an inspired path of curiosity as I chat to some of my favorite soul-centered folk about the things that inspire me daily in the hope that some of that juicy inspiration will rub off on you. So pour yourself your favorite cuppa and take a seat at my table. I promise you'll leave happier, healthier, and bursting with inspiration. Welcome to season three of the Inspired Table podcast. Before we launch in, I just want to say a huge thank you for all of your emails. Some of you were very sweetly concerned about my well-being. I am fine. Some of you were just asking where the hell I am. I am right here. Um, And then there was a few of you who were just trying to put a bit of a firecracker up my butt. And it worked and I'm back. So thank you. Um, I have been traveling and I've been exploring sides of my business um, that needed my full attention, like cooking for yogis. And I've been wandering down garden paths I haven't explored before. And I just needed a little bit of time and space to do that. And look, to be completely honest with you, I wasn't sure that I wanted to come back to the podcast I kind of felt after two seasons I had lost my mojo a little bit Um, and in fact the red flag for me was when I originally recorded this interview that we're listening to today. Um, The first time this beautiful guest and I sat down I forgot to press record. Yeah it's the first time (laughs) I'd ever done it and we had to re-record the episode the very next day like we'd never had the conversation and thankfully it was better than the original but it kind of felt like the universe saying oi have a break jord so I did but after a well-earned hiatus I am back And I'm excited to share more incredible topics, insightful tidbits, and inspiring stories. Today's guest is the gorgeous and downright infectious Chloe Wigan. Chloe is a certified life coach and writer with a background in psychology, and her mission is to help women transcend what they think is possible for themselves. Chloe's passion project is gratitude, and I know it's a bit of a buzzword at the moment, but the power of gratitude is immense considering how effortless it is to practice. Chloe believes gratitude makes life infinitely better, and her tools and tricks for practicing it have transformed my own gratitude practice, and I know they will transform or perhaps even ignite yours too. Chloe beams with positivity and joy, and this interview was a pleasure to lead, even if it was for the second time. Enjoy. 
I'm a certified life coach and writer with a background in psychology. And my mission, the quick version, is to help young women in their 20s transcend what they think is possible for them. I became interested in personal development when I was quite young, and I picked up my first personal development book when I was 12, and I started practicing gratitude and meditating when I was 13, and now I support young people in overcoming what's holding them back so they can take action towards what they want and get the most out of their one infinite life. What do you think it was about personal development books that attracted you as a 12-year-old? Um, I think it was the idea that anything is possible. And I know that kind of sounds really cliche, but um, when I was in high school, I was in my first year of high school, and I kind of was having a really hard time. And my dad kind of encouraged me to read one of his personal development books. And it kind of just opened my eyes to think that, like, it didn't really matter what was going on and I could do anything that I wanted in my life. And I became really kind of excited and intrigued by this idea of being your best self and intentionally kind of creating your life. Yeah, I had a very similar experience actually with my mum. She always had so many personal development books on the bookshelf. And I remember her giving me one one day. It was um, it was The Celestine Prophecy actually. Have you read that? No, I haven't, but it sounds okay, interesting. So it's sort of like, it's kind of, it's a story, but there's there's life lessons in it. And so it's a personal development book in a way. Um, and yeah, I was the same. It just sort of opened my mind up even as a, you know, as a 12-year-old to the fact that there's possibility out there and potential in all of us. I love that. And I love that you kind of had the same experience because I don't often come across people who kind of had that a young at a young age. But for me, it just seemed so normal. Like yeah. at the time, I thought that this was not that strange a thing to be doing as a 12-year-old. Yes, it's only when you go and share it with your friends that you're like, oh, no, everyone's reading <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was reading that too, but yeah, like too. <laughs> and personal development books. Reading all of the books. Yeah, um, exactly. So the main work that you concentrate on, I know, is gratitude. So can you tell us a little bit about why that became the basis of the work that you're doing, what it was about gratitude that appealed to you? Yeah, for sure. So like I mentioned in the beginning, um, I started practicing gratitude when I was 13. And this was because um, I was interested in personal development. So when I was around 13, my dad and I watched the movie The Secret. And it kind of blew my mind, but I was mostly intrigued by the idea of um, gratitude. And I was thinking to myself, like, that's so cool. So later on in the week, my dad came home and he gave me my first gratitude rock. And it was just a rock he found at the beach that was small. And he had one too. And literally every day I went to school, I would put my rock in my pocket, in my school uniform, like with my locker key and my favorite lip balm. And I would just use it as a reminder to think of something I was grateful for. And at the time, I just thought it was really fun and kind of a bit of a novelty and it wasn't until many years later when I was 19 that I kind of realized how powerful it was and what happened was I moved away from home to go to university and I knew that going into this that this was kind of going to be challenging because I was moving to a new place and I was doing things outside my comfort zone and I was going back to studying full time so like I thought to myself oh, maybe I can just use this as an opportunity to kind of 
deep in my gratitude practice. So it was kind of on a whim that I said to myself, uh, I want to find something I'm grateful for every single day, no matter what. And that's what I did for nearly an entire year. I acknowledged something I was grateful for, even though there was a lot of crazy things going on at the time, like I couldn't get a house where I'd moved to and we were driving back home all the time and staying in different accommodation every week. And I was also going on, I went on student allowance from the government, so I was living on a lot less money than normal. But what I experienced was that gratitude was like this uh, powerful anchor for me and it really did turn what I had into enough and it kind of made me feel really content and I know it's something that since then has been really powerful in my own life which is why I am really passionate about sharing how others can add more of it into their life kind of in simple and easy ways. I think that is so powerful and I love that story of the gratitude rock because it is such a simple gesture and a simple thing that everybody can do and everybody can carry with them daily as a reminder and I think you know we can we can all sort of throw it around and say oh we're grateful for this and we're grateful for that but when you actually take the time to make that intention and sort of forcefully note what you were grateful for, that's where the real power comes from, isn't it? Definitely. And like I knew that early on when I started practicing, it was more just like a bit of a fun thing to do. And I I noticed that sometimes it would change my perspective a little bit if I was having a not so awesome day. But it wasn't until I became way more intentional with it that and I forced myself to do it a little bit more and also to do it when I didn't feel like it. That's when I found the the real power in it. Mm. So I mean, it's important, of course, to be grateful for the things in our own life, but how integral do you think it is to show gratitude to others and how is it? How important is it that we are sharing our gratitude? I think it's so important and it's something that I always talk about when I share how to add more gratitude into your own life because a big part of my practice is intentionally giving thanks to others. And I think there's a really nice quote that's like, Feeling gratitude and not expressing it is like wrapping a present and not ever giving it. And I really like that because I think that sums up like if you feel grateful for someone or for something that it's important to take the time to acknowledge and express that. And I know that when you do that for other people, it's really uplifting for them, but also yourself as well. Yeah, and it's really important, I think, as part of the human race and as the human condition to be receiving gratitude from other people in your life. So to be able to give that gift to someone else kind of opens the door for you to receive it yourself. Definitely, and I always believe that you should put out more of what you want in return as well. So like, if you want more appreciation and you want to feel appreciated, you can always start with yourself and making sure you're acknowledging and telling other people that you appreciate them or something they've done for you. So what do you think some of the benefits, apart from the obvious stuff, is of showing gratitude? I know there's been a few studies out there that say that um, it actually changes the way that your brain works neurologically. But aside from that sort of stuff, what do you think some of the everyday benefits are? I think that for me, I really agree with all the research that's come out. But it's for me, it's really like a personal mindset change that I've experienced. Like I feel like it has made me way more resilient and more optimistic, more positive and even more determined, which is kind of funny. But I think that I would sum it up as it's kind of changed the way I see things. 
and it helps to kind of amplify my entire experience with life. Yeah, beautiful. So then if we want to go away and start practicing gratitude, what are some actionable ways that we can do that? Awesome. So I always start with how to remember to do it because whenever I speak to people who want to add more gratitude into their own life, the number one thing that comes up is people say, I'd really love to practice gratitude more, but I just can't remember to do it. So whenever I talk to people, the first thing I normally cover is remembering to do it. And the way I do that and the way I suggest is by finding some way to remind yourself on a daily basis or whatever kind of basis you want to practice on. So we mentioned the gratitude token early on and I think that that can be a really great way to remember gratitude because you carry it with you all the time. Like right now I've got my gratitude bracelet on and I wear that nearly every day and it just acts as a constant reminder to be grateful. And another way that I really like and I use myself is to set a daily reminder on my phone which goes off every day and it's just kind of that reminder to actually practice gratitude and things like that. And I always say to other people as well that if you're having trouble remembering, try to make it the first and last thing you do every day. So you use that action of getting into bed and getting out of bed to kind of sandwich your day with gratitude. It's kind of funny though, isn't it? Like I'm this look, I'm the same and I forget to be grateful for things, but how is it any different to, you know, remembering to be kind <laughs> to people and <laughs> making sure you're being brave and courageous? You know what I mean? It's funny that we have sort of gotten to this point where we need to set aside the time to do something that should come to us quite naturally. Yeah, that's really interesting. And I think it's also because when we want to devote to doing it, we want it to be a regular thing. And I think sometimes we think, oh, we're not very grateful, so we need to make ourselves be grateful. Mm. But I find by setting up these reminders, especially early on, so for me, I don't really need them anymore, but I just like to use them as little anchor points in my day. And that's when it does come become habitual. And I find that over time, like it's not as important to have reminders because it does become a, pa- a part of the way you live. Like I was saying the other day to someone, that I just feel like being grateful is now a part of my personality even and just like the way I respond to my day and to my life. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. So um, we talked about the gratitude tokens and we Mm -hmm. talked about setting reminders. But if someone was to sort of sit down and maybe, maybe journal their list of things that they're grateful for. Is there any kind of specifics that you would put to that? Um, I always think do what works for you. And for me, I really do like writing it down. Um, I know that a lot of people like to list what they're grateful for, but the way I tend to practice is by each day I like to pick three things. And then I like to explore why I'm grateful for that. I just find that for me, it really amplifies my gratitude for something. So today, for example, or tonight later on, I might say, oh, I'm grateful that I got to speak to Jordana today on her podcast. But then you could go deeper than that and explain why. And Mm. you could explore that by being like, well, I'm grateful for this because I get to talk about something I'm passionate about and I get to share my experience with other people and things like that. So it just kind of takes it to the next level for me. Yeah. And it, I mean, it becomes a way of you kind of identifying what it is that 
lights you up because I mean gratitude is something that makes us feel good and if we can find the feeling behind why it makes us feel good then we can use that to do more of that sort of stuff. So true and I think that it's one of the things for me that's made me realize more what brings me joy in my life which has been really cool because then like you said you can do more of those things and I think that like even feeling grateful and taking the time to feel grateful just does enhance joy as well. Yeah, beautiful. I love that. So you have um, a email program called the 28-Day Gratitude Project. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. So um, the 28-Day Gratitude Project was created because I pretty much want to live in a world where people know how they can use gratitude to help them get the most out of their life. And I really wanted to share how I've made practicing gratitude a part of my daily life and also how it can be done in a way that's simple and easy and even fun because I think when things are fun, we're more likely to do them as well. So my email series is pretty much just an invitation to experiment with gratitude for 28 days and it's kind of how so people can take action, a gratitude action each day so they can find a way that kind of works for them. So I use my experience and learnings with gratitude over the past decade to share my tips on how to add more of it into your life. And we explore different methods and different prompts. And ultimately, it's just about helping people find a way that they really enjoy practicing gratitude. And does everybody do it at the same time? Or is it something that you can kind of start whenever you like? The first three rounds of the project was done live. But because um, people are always coming across it at certain times, it's now open up to do at any time, which I think is kind of really cool because then when you feel really compelled to do it and you're ready to devote to 28 days, you can sign up whenever you like. Yeah, beautiful. I'm definitely going to sign up. I'm one of those people who I have my I have my daily habits that I do every day, but as soon as I want to introduce something new in, <laughs> it feels like a massive effort. So yeah. I, I definitely need those little prompts. But I do find after, you know, doing something for 28 days, they say it takes 28 days to break or make a habit, that it really does start to come quite naturally. Yeah, I agree. And I found with a lot of people, when they actually do commit to the 28 day, and they do every day, they do say it's become a part of their life now and they're part of their day that they look forward to, that they want to do and kind of that they just remember to do as well. Yeah. And I think it's a really easy thing for people to do. You know, there's a lot of um, personal development kind of programs or um, concepts or ideas that feel a little bit out of people's capabilities, whether it be, you know, meditation or manifestation or free writing or whatever it is. But this, this is a very simple thing that I think is inside everybody's capabilities and I think that that's a really positive thing. Oh, I really like that and I completely agree, which is why I've actually over time condensed it down as much as possible to make sure it's so simple and easy to do so then you can actually put it into action. Mm, be a beautiful thing to do with um, children as well, I think. I think, you know, if we can instill gratitude into kids from an early age, then it is something that comes quite naturally to them as they grow up. True, and children are often really naturally optimistic as well. And mm. I found from reading the feedback on people who go through the project, a lot of people do do the tasks with their children. Yeah, like, for example, there's one of the days is to get a jar or a box and make it an official gratitude jar. And I'd say in that 
section that if you want to, you can encourage the people around you to contribute to it. And it's always nice when you get feedback that says that like, oh, my kids and my family have started contributing to my gratitude jar and things like that. Yeah, that's beautiful. And do you use, do you use these tools with your clients? Um, I always Say that I kind of make gratitude a part of my coaching style, if that makes sense. So, of course, if someone's interested, I can always share more about it. But I think my coaching style is kind of naturally anchored in gratitude. Mm. Like, for example, I often will say things like, well, what do you appreciate about that now? Or what can you take away from it? Or in a year, what will you be grateful for about this situation to kind of change that perspective and take something away from things? And we also always finish off our sessions by acknowledging something we're grateful for about our time together, whether that be a realization or something that was said. So that's always a really nice way to end our time together as well. Yeah, beautiful. And um, we, we spoke about sharing gratitude with others um, a little bit earlier, but I know you said to me before that you like to share what you're grateful for with somebody else, whether it's about them or not. Yeah, for sure. So I think that declaring what you're grateful for is powerful no matter what. So whether I'm sharing it for that person or just about what I'm grateful for in general, that just really helps to amplify my appreciation. And I also find it does elevate people around you as well. So like I like to do this with my boyfriend. Like I'm always telling him things that I'm grateful for. And growing up, we used to do this around our dinner table. So my dad used to say to us, what was the best part of your day today? And that was like a gratitude practice as well. So I think that can be really powerful. Your dad sounds amazing, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> what, what does he do for a living? Um, he's a sales manager, so he had nothing to do with anything like personal development, but yeah. Yeah, he sounds very open-minded. He's raised yeah. you very well. I love it. <laughs> <That's> um, <laughs> so what is next for you? For me? Yeah. Well, that's an interesting question. Well, I've just launched my digital workbook, which is actually an optional upgrade to the 28-Day Gratitude Project. Okay. And it was because there was so much more I wanted to say about gratitude, but like we were talking about earlier, I wanted to keep the email series as simple and actionable as possible, which meant there was so much left out that I wanted to include. So that is literally what I've just put out to the world, I think, a week ago, maybe. And it's kind of just been a lot of time and effort has gone into it. So I'm kind of just taking the time to come down from that. Yes, there's always a come down after a launch. Yes, for sure. Yeah, I always I always have a little bit of a burnout after a launch. You yeah, to look after definitely. yourself. <laughs> so if people want to find out um, more about you and the project, where should they go? Um, if you want to connect more with me, you can just head over to my website, which is oneinfinitelife.com. Beautiful. That is super simple. Well, I'm going to sign up for that project because it sounds amazing. And I think that, yeah, I think we can all start practicing a little bit more gratitude. And may I say that I am grateful for you coming onto the podcast today. It's been an awesome chat. Oh, thank you. And I'm grateful to have take it for you to take the time to talk to me so I can share more about one of my favorite topics with you and your people. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks, Chloe. Just a 
quick little update since we recorded this audio. Chloe's beautiful 28 day gratitude project was so successful and popular that it is now not a free email series, unfortunately, but the price that it does come at is very, very minimal. In fact, it's as little as a dollar a day. So that's $28 altogether. And it holds you accountable and committed to practicing gratitude in lots of different ways. And you can't really put a price on that. I hope you enjoyed the first episode of season three of the Inspired Table podcast. I have so many exciting interviews coming your way one a week going forward if you want to connect with me in the meantime come and find me on instagram at the inspired table or write me an email seems to be the new way of people contacting me and that's jordana j-o-r-d-a-n-n-a at the inspired table.com.au